Welcome back to the Where Is Home podcast with your host Mary Yuan. Today, we'll continue the discussion about the meaning of home and how it shapes our identity. We'll specifically focus on how to create a sense of home through our childhood memories, and also how home is an ever-evolving space that we create. In this episode. We'll have the pleasure to chat with Sid Vedia. Sid is a successful entrepreneur who has very unique and beautiful stories to share. He was born in India and came to the U.S. when he was five. Today, we'll have the opportunity to hear from him about the sweet memories, personal challenges, and powerful insights while he navigates. Among his multiple cultural identities, and his definition of home. Let's tune in. Hi, Sid. Thanks so much for joining us today at the Where's Home podcast. Hey, thank you, Mary, for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is such a unique opportunity. Yeah, I'm super excited to、uh, dive in with you about home. So,、uh, for every guest,、uh, we ask, we start with the first question of where is home.、Um, so, where is home for you? So,、uh, my home. I'm in New Jersey. In the、mm-hmm. U.S.,、mm-hmm. but of course,、uh, per our prior conversation, I have called home various different places in my life. Yeah, and so,、uh, but for now, it's、uh, New Jersey, USA.、Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. Well, how do you define home? Home,、uh, home is actually where、uh, what I found in my life—a place to settle,、mm-hmm. but also a place that you know you can build a community around you. Because for me, where my home is, is a place where I do business, where、mm-hmm. I want my child to be out and、uh, be part of the community, where I can go do other things and not just be the person that just goes to a job, comes home, blah blah blah. I want to know that hey, who's my local mayor? I want to know who's my local police. I want to know these things, and it's just because of maybe my nature, but that's、mm-hmm. the way I define home. Wow, that's super interesting. How you、uh, sort of broaden the idea of home because a lot of time, home means family for people. But then for you, it's like a bigger picture of what home might、uh, occurs to you.、Um, so earlier you mentioned that you've been to different、uh, places at different point of your life. Could you tell us a little bit more of you know your childhood and how how it brings you to who you are today? Yeah, sure.、Mm-hmm. So, so I am,、uh, you know, even though I am, you know, a U.S. citizen, I've been living in this、uh, U.S. for over twenty plus years.、Uh, I'm actually not from the states. I'm originally from India. I was born in India, and、uh, you know, something, Mary, which you actually just discovered a few minutes ago, and so we'll we'll talk about it to your audiences. I was born in India, but I came here with my grandparents. My parents actually、uh, to create a, a future. For for my family, they actually moved to the states, left me in India at a very young age, around that six to nine month mark, which is actually a very、uh, 
a challenging point, both for, uh, of course, I was too young to remember that, but both for, uh, I could say, my grandparents who raised me and my parents who had to leave me there for discovering a new country. So I, I was raised by my grandparents. Uh, and then also my aunts had a very strong hand in helping as well. But ultimately, uh, until the age of five, I actually came to the States at the age of five. And that was really the first time I actually got to know my parents. Wow. That's such a unique story. Um, and, and I'm fascinated by uh, the courage uh, that you had uh, when, you know, and also of, of your parents who just went, went to create a future for the family uh, and then just uh, left you in India for, for, for the time period. Um, could you tell me a little bit more of, uh, when you were little, have you ever wondered what home is for you? So, you know, to, to my good fortune, mm -hmm. I was very young mm -hmm. to actually define home. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're five years old or even four years old, you want to kind of go where you feel most comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And right now I have a young child and I can see that if I take him and I go and let's say move to Florida. Or let's say I move to, um, hypothetically, India. Mm -hmm. He's going to redefine what home is. Mm. Because for him, that home is the four walls. Maybe it's just to add the backyard into the mix, right? Mm -hmm. That's his home. So, so for me at the time, you know, um, of course, you know, growing up in India and, uh, and really born there and then raised there, home was at that time defined more towards something that it was close to my own grandparents, right? Mm -hmm. Because they were technically my first parents. I mean, yes, my, my, my mother and my father, you know, they, they, <laughs> they, they helped bring me, but ultimately my grandparents raised me. So, you know, a lot of the things that I define home were actually circulating around them. Wow. Um, well then I'm sure I, I just really want to picture uh, how your parent, uh, how your grandparents look like? Um, could you kind of share with me a little bit of um, how did they create a childhood for you when your parents were absent? So, so for anyone listening to this, you know, uh, India pre, I say, two thousands, um, you know, there were a lot of multi-family kind of living, right? So you might have two to three families living together. Mm. So. In, in the house that I lived in, first and foremost, my grandfather had six or no, seven brothers wow. and one sister. Six brothers, I'm sorry, and one sister. And my grandmother had one sister and one brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's a huge family. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm just trying to point out. And so when you have the environment and, you know, in, in the direct house where I lived, it was me, my grandparents, and my two aunts that lived with us. And then, of course, it grew. But in the same building. There were my uncles lived there. My aunts lived there. There were, I mean, I'm talking at least 15 family members. Wow. So now it becomes a community that you're sharing, right? Um, it's not just, okay, well, it's me, my dog, my child, and my wife or something like that, right? Um, and uh, and, and that's, that was the concept of the country at the time. And, you know, a lot of, I go back to India quite often, and it is still very much the same. Of course, you know, the Western mindset has 
of course, uh, change the way people think over there. And the younger generation does say, hey, now I want my own place and things of that nature, right? Which is reasonable and understandable. But uh, but still, that you know, three generations living together concept, it's still very um, vibrant. And uh, up until, you know, uh, about a couple of years back, um, I was living with my parents, my grandparents, and my son was, so it was four generations in one house. Wow. Wow. That is amazing to me to, yeah. to, to hear how life was back then. And, and uh, I was fascinated by, you know, how a family structure looks like in India. Um, so you mentioned that you visit quite often back to India. Uh, yeah. Are there other relatives are still there that didn't come with you? Significant amount. So, so okay. just in the U.S., we have at least uh, north of twenty-five families that live here mm. in my family. Mm -hmm. But in India, the rest of them. And you got to keep in mind, you know, when some people say, "Oh, I'm eight eight generations in the U.S." Well, I'm fifteen generations in India. So <laughs> think of how many people you add that. And if my grandfather had six brothers and one sister, think of the people before that. So mm -hmm. we're talking a few thousand people just in the city that I, I grew up in. We, you know, uh, I was part of a family wedding last year mm -hmm. and just in the city that uh, we had to hand deliver invitations, over 300 invitations went out just in the city, in mm -hmm. my family. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm just trying to grasp like the scale of it. Well, it sounds like you yeah. had a very happy childhood because of the community that you were with. Um, so, so I was just curious, the point when you left India, uh, when you first moved to the States, did you mm -hmm. miss that life that you had when you were in India? On Undoubtedly, mm -hmm. undoubtedly, mm -hmm. because I actually very, very strongly remember getting on the I actually remember, you know, people say, you're eight, you're five years old. What do you remember? I said, no, I remember the plane ride. I remember in the U.S. starting kindergarten and having a language barrier. I was actually, I'm a, I'm a double ESL major uh, student. Mm -hmm. I, I did two years of ESL back to back. I, I, I didn't speak any English when I got to the States, you know? So the first year is just learning how to speak English. And then the second year, I actually had a British English because that's actually how the, the words came out. So even now, there's certain words that will be British English words. Mm. And uh, that's just the way. But, you know, I've, I've to my good fortune, I've kind of grown out of those things. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, you know, it, it, when you're from a different country, you could speak with anyone, right? They, may that be a very young child or, or may that be somebody in their 60s? And the feel you get when you grew up, when you grow up in the country that you've lived there and you experienced and you enjoy, and the culture that you've kind of assimilated with, when you leave that and you come into a different place, you're gonna naturally miss it, right? So if you take somebody who grew up in the U.S. and and raised in the U.S. and then you take them and you move them to Australia, right? Yeah, the culture might still be the same. But now the dialect, the accent, the way things are, are totally different, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like basically going from metrics to inches. It's a totally different lifestyle. Yeah, so I I can only imagine how much you missed home uh, when you hopped on that plane. Um, I, and, 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 you know, as you said, you know, overcoming the language barrier, 
it must make you feel like you you have the pressure to sort of fit into this new culture、uh, that you're totally unfamiliar with. So I was curious,、um, how did you manage that、uh, homesickness, and and,、uh, and did you ever struggle about your cultural identity? Um, I, I would love to hear more about that. No, that's a wonderful question, and、yeah. uh, undoubtedly, look. I, I mean, if I went from India to moving into a, a, a town that had a large Indian population, I may have not felt it. However, I moved to a town where it was pretty much, I'd say, more than ninety-five percent white people,、mm. and so naturally, you know, India, which is a majority Indians. Majority. I'm talking over ninety plus percent Indian as a country,、mm-hmm. right? At the time you move into this type of an environment, you're gonna naturally feel out of place, right? But then that's where, and so so that that was the one out of place. The two out of place was, I'm now getting to know my parents for the first time, right? And that's crazy to say, because most people are like, well, you know, what do you mean by that? And I say, well, at the age of five, I. I met my parents for the first time. Like that's the way I start the conversation, and they just are blown away, right? So I actually depended a lot on my grandparents,、mm-hmm. and the way that I kind of what what we call babying myself into the process, but at the same time, being sure that there was no going back. And at that age, the good thing is is that I'm young enough、mm-hmm. where I can move so much faster because they do say. Anyone under the age of seven tends to have a much rapid learning experience, right? So, you know, in a two three year window, I'm pretty much you know just like Bobby and Susie outside and and everyone else, right? So,、uh, but 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 that those few years up front, I'd say until age seven eight maybe close to nine, it was a challenge. I, I'm very honestly saying it was a challenge, and if it wasn't for Uh, I I look back and Miss Petty, who was my ESL teacher for two years, if it wasn't for her helping me kind of overcome my challenges of speaking English properly and things like that, I don't know. I don't know where today would be like because you know every single individual doesn't matter who you may think or does not you know you can't think of right now, but they help you progress in some way. Mary, you're helping me progress in some way right now. You just may not know it, but you are. You know. Oh wow, that's so beautifully said,、um, and and I, I really admire that you bring out the different individual at different point of your life helped you、uh, further your trajectory and to to bring you who you are today.、Um, so I want to backtrack a little bit when you mentioned about the challenges that you faced.、Um, so in addition to the language barrier. What other challenges did you face? I can only imagine as a small kid, you must be scared when you look around and did not recognize anybody who looked like you. And how did you? How did you over time? I would say, manage to build a sense of belonging in a totally different place. Well, that took me, in all honesty,、mm. one.、Um, yeah, I moved places is one thing.、Mm. Another thing I mentioned was. I'm meeting my parents for the first time.、Yeah. I'm learning them, and they're learning me.、Mm-hmm. So my bad habits and their bad habits now they're coming out, right? So Sid, who likes to blink thirty times a second, now my parents are saying, "What the heck is wrong with this kid?" <laughs> right? So 
things like that, small things, right? Because Mary, let's say today you or anyone in the audience, today you're meeting somebody you're ultimately going to care about forever Mm. for the first time. What are you going to do, right? What is that mental pressure? How am I going to adapt? How am I going to live with them? That thought process is for real, Mm. you know? Uh, So that's one. And two, Society. Society is not that easy on, on immigrants. I'll be very honest, um, you know, and, and I, I speak very openly about it because, uh, you know, I've always had to one-up everything I did, right? And I didn't, you know, I am not uh, what I would call silver-spooned at all, right, where, you know, somebody paid my way into getting me wherever. Mm. I built this of course, there were the people that were my backbones, like I mentioned to you, some of the people that have me progressed. But those are the challenges, right? Challenges like bullying. You, I mean, I, I overcame bullying past high school. So I'm talking 15 years after I came here. Not, well, you know, close to 15 years after I came, right? That's a, like, I probably was junior or senior of high school when I finally said to myself, that's it. I I can't handle this nonsense. I got to change my life. And ever since then, I've changed my life. But if I maybe was growing up in this country, maybe if I had stayed in India, life would have been different. So those, even after I got here, the struggle is for real. Well, I really admire your vulnerability. Thanks so much for, you know, sharing with us the, 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 the very nuanced uh, challenges and also the, the very important issues uh, that you brought out, you know, about immigrants, uh, about bullying. Um, so now that you've grown up uh, from, from, from that period, um, now you're looking back, um, how would you, uh, what kind of advice would you give for people who also are facing that transition? Let's say they are moving to a new country where they're not born. Uh, I also feel out of place, also felt uh, struggled to understand what home is to them. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to them when they're struggling? So the, so the first time I actually got a sense of being able to stabilize myself yeah. was when I found a community that I could talk to. Mm-hmm. Right, Because me as an individual, I may have my own thoughts. My parents may have their own thoughts. My grandparents, right? These are people that are in your family. Mm -hmm. But now I'm talking about people that are outside of your family Mm -hmm. that are going through the same things, right? And there's a famous quote that uh, I actually learned from one of my mentors that I share to the world now as part of my network with Sid Brand Mm -hmm. is show me your friends and I'll show you your future, right? And what that ultimately means is find the right type of people that you want to be connected with the right type of people you want to be associated with and that then will help build you as an individual so that's my first thing build a community that you can bounce each other's ideas off of that you can work together that you can understand them right and and the community doesn't mean somebody who has the same problems as you it could mean somebody who's having different type of problems, but maybe your solutions to their problems make sense and their solutions to your problems make sense, mm. right? And bounce ideas off of it. And I, and, and this doesn't mean just, oh, your, your college friend. I'm not talking college friend. I'm talking about a whole different type of person, right? So that's, that's the first one. And, and the second thing is, is that, you know, the one thing I felt from the beginning was that I always felt like I was alone. Mm. Right. 
even though I had my parents, I had my grandparents, I had, right? Um, know that there are people, organizations, there are like so many different places to just talk to people. Mm. And one of the things I teach actually uh, to a lot of young adults and, and young professionals is you got to learn to communicate. Because I think that is a big factor in the world where people just don't know how to communicate. They hold their feelings and they leave it in their chest or in their hearts. And then it just creates a bigger problem. Mm. So that's that's the two little pieces that I would honestly say are, are my top two picks. Got you, got you. Wow. I, I believe those are powerful advice for people who also want to uh, find a new definition of a home as they have this relocation or uh, have this transition into a completely new culture. Um, well, in terms of community that you mentioned, how do you reach out or how do you find the right group of people? Because I bet you, you you probably had years of experience of, of establishing your crowd um, and to find your support system. So I'm curious, how do you find uh, people who share that similar uh, either challenges or share similar experiences? Um, how do you find them? So this is actually one of my most ask questions so i really appreciate <laughs> you asking me this question yeah. um i actually so the the one thing you'll learn about me is mm -hmm. i am an out i, I am a follow-up king and what i mean by follow-up is i reach out doesn't matter if i get a yes or a no i mm -hmm. i follow up mm -hmm. i reach out you know mary I, I think how many times have me and you communicated back and forth and I'll, I mean, you know, like we're just a continuous process, right? Mm. And um, and the thing is, you asked me where, right? Mm. Well, in the age group of what I would call Gen Zs and Millennials, mm -hmm. the social media platforms are completely out there. Mm -hmm. You know, you may think that that individual that may be a celebrity is way out of far reach, but I'll tell you, and, and Mary, uh, you know, for the audience as well, I run a podcast as well, uh, filled with various different type of individuals. And the the way I find these individuals is through Instagram. And they reply back. These are verified accounts that have a few million followings. And they reply back to me. Wow. Right? <laughs> so so, so if, if I am doing this, mm -hmm then you need to do this. And I'm not just saying you, Mary, anyone in the audience. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, if you say, oh, Sid, I, you know, I had somebody say, oh, I reached out to two people and, you know, it's been two weeks, I haven't gotten a reply back. I said, two people? What are you talking about? And they said, well, how many should I reach out to? I say at any given clip, I reach out to 75 to 150. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And, and they said, well, how, what's the time frame? I said, I give them three days. If they don't reply back, I reply, I message them again. <laughs> and then by the second reply, if they don't reply back, then I forget about them and I move on. Wow. Wow. Because I love the fact that I get rejected. Because mm -hmm. the truth be told, the people that you want to be connected with are the people that will reply back to you. Wow. Wow. That is a powerful quote. Um, I, I, I really... 
I'm really、uh, mind blown <laughs> by the proactiveness and the commitment that you have to build your network, to build your community.、Um, that's super powerful, and I hope that that's a very helpful advice for everybody who's listening、uh, to find their support system or to find people who are like-minded.、Uh, and as you said, that's exactly right. It's like when they don't reply you. That's one step closer to the people who will reply to you, and, and it will narrow down to the people who is the right folks for you. So, wow,、um, that's so amazing. Oh, Sid, actually. Now that we're sort of wrapping up on this episode,、uh, I would just want to、uh, kind of have two more questions.、Um, one is that when I think about your story, somehow I just cannot stop thinking about Lion, <laughs> the, the the film in 2016,、uh, you know, about Saru、uh, finding home、mm-hmm. in India,、um, because there's something about the searching for your root,、uh, searching for where you belong. Really resonate with me, and and after watching that that film,、uh, I just cannot stop thinking about that film when you、uh, when I'm learning about your story. So,、um, I was curious, what's your how to pronounce your、uh, Indian name? So, so my my actual my name is Sivedia. Oh, Sivedia. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and、uh, Vedia is actually.、Um, It's it's an uncommon name in the state I live in,、mm. but ultimately Vedya came from the word Ved, and Ved came from the word V E D, which is Ved,、mm. and Ved is doctor. And actually, if you Google Ved, it's it's one of our original scriptures and our original text. So it's I, I'm a lineage of of doctors ultimately, and that's that's what my name means. Wow! I am not a doctor, but that is a lineage. <laughs> got you, got you. Thanks for sharing. I, I I'm always.、Yeah. Curious to learn the the,、uh, the cultural connotations behind a、yeah. person's name. Yeah,、um, and my first name means smile.、So. Smile, smiling doctors. <laughs> um, wow, I, I I can definitely see. So why? So have you ever asked your parents why they gave you this name? So it's it's a very interesting、mm-hmm. point you make in、mm-hmm. the culture that I'm in.、Uh-huh. Um, my parents actually did not name me. It's、oh. uh, my my aunts that name me,、oh. and、uh, so that's again. So you when when you when you kind of dissect in different type of countries and cultures and things like that, you'll learn that it's not as easy as just hey, I want to name her Sally and I'm going to name her Sally and that's it. There's you know we look at the moon, we、mm. look at astrology, we look at、uh, birth. Signs. We look at forty other things to make sense, right? When my son was born, you know, and 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 he was born in the U.S. and you know, the doctor said that okay, well, you know, we need the name by tomorrow, right? I mean, we had to get on the phone with the priest, and we needed to do this. We needed to. I mean, there was there was at least I'd say it just in the in the the the、uh, what do you call it in the room、uh, at the hospital about seventeen of us trying to figure out a name for him. Wow. <laughs> I mean that's that's a, and 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 this is in the U.S. In India, they don't name them for a few weeks.、Wow. On your actual birth certificate, it just says boy or baby or something like、mm-hmm. that, and then you go back and get it corrected、mm-hmm. because there's a naming process. It's an actual festival type of thing. Ooh, 
I love those different festivals. Wow, it it sounds so vibrant. You know, just based on what you were sharing with me, you know, about the、yeah. big family that you had, and also you know the the different ceremonies, the different processes of even just naming a baby. Wow, it just sounds so vibrant and so dynamic. Yeah, that's in the Hindu culture. In case anyone's wondering, in this episode, yeah, I'm Hindu, and that's the cultural within the、uh, the northern part of of India where I'm from, in in the state of Gujarat. That's the state's name.、Mm. Yep, yep. Well, thanks so much for sharing.、Um, so uh, let's uh, sort of conclude our、uh, conversation with this、uh, with this question.、Um, if if you're gonna name one, either either it's a dish or if it's a place or if it is a, 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 a landscape、um, that always. Bring you back to India. Always bring you back to that childhood memory. What would it be? It's the house that I grew up in. So、mm-hmm. it was a hand-built house by my grandfather in my home state, in in my in my hometown where I was born.、Mm-hmm. And it is now third-generation house. And when I think of India, I think of that. Wow. You know, and、uh, it's it's where I was born, and ultimately I grew up there, and、uh, so so you know something that I thought about, I say you know if ever somebody, my maybe my parents say they want to sell it, whatever, I just can't let that happen. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things that's a it's a memory in my life. You know. Yeah. Wow. It's so beautiful. Well, Sid, thanks so much for sharing with us with all these very authentic. Very interesting and culturally rich stories about about how you define home and how you find your sense of belonging about your root.、Um, yeah. And and、uh, I, I hope that everybody who's listening will definitely be inspired by by your story. Hundred、um, percent. Yeah. So, and, and Mary, may may I say something in 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 between to the audience?、Yes. You know,、uh, one thing that I I leave off any audience member with. You know, of course, you know. You as an individual that's listening, one, you're looking for home, or you're trying to define your home, right? And I, you know, as you first thing you asked me was, "What is a home?" I said, "It's my community," and you can clearly hear that, right, in the conversation we had. You know, so so I, I I leave it off with, you know, find a community, but more importantly, you know, if you're not sure where to start, Mary, you're doing an amazing job interviewing people and helping build a community. So if you don't know where to start, reach out to the people that Mary has on the show <laughs> and talk to them, because that could be your defining moment. You know. Wow,、well, I'm 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 so grateful for you and and for for being here and sharing that beautiful uh, insights uh, with with our audience.、Um, and and actually, fun fact: there there are about. Uh, people from twelve different countries now listening to、uh, to my podcast、uh, and 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 counting. So I'm I'm pretty sure anybody 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 who, anybody who's somewhere else in the world、um, will be inspired by this conversation and will feel like we're a community trying to find home together. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much, Sid. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Where Is Home podcast with your host Mary Yuan. If you're inspired 
and feel that you really learned more about what home means, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with anyone whom you think would really resonate with and benefit from the conversations about home. I'm so happy that I got to be on this journey with you to explore home and to create our happy places together. <laughs>